Yo, what is going on, guys? Welcome back to another Client Success interview. Today, we have a really special friend, Jess Post. She has been an absolute rock star inside of the PTBI program. Just to give you guys a little bit of a quick introduction, Jess started this program with zero intention of being a fitness coach. She just kind of came across PTBI, was a little bit interested. Uh, when we hopped on a call, she knew that this was something that she had to do. I think a month into the program, she quit her job, went full-time in her coaching business. And I know there's been ups and downs. There's been challenges along the way. So we're going to dive into that. But today she's sitting here with 62 girls on her team. She's working with 62 girls, starting from zero to 62 girls in less than a year. And her highest grossing month was about $10,400 just last month. And she's growing you know, at a rapid pace. So I'm super stoked to have her here. Jess, why don't you go ahead and say what's up, say what's up to the people, and then we'll dive into it. Yeah, what's up, everyone? I'm Jess. Um, super excited to talk about my growth here and like how I've changed my not doing anything at all with coaching into a nice successful business now. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Not, not only is she, um, she doing what she loves too, but she's also about to move to San Diego next yes. week, which is crazy. Uh, getting her out of her, her hometown into her dream city, just absolutely living her dream life. I know you're taking vacations all the time, signing clients for vacations. So I want to start from the yes. beginning. You know, how did you, where were you before you found PTBI? How did you find it? Like what, what was, what was your, what did your life look like back then? Yeah. So last year, actually like exactly a year ago, I graduated college during the pandemic and had a degree in communication and digital humanities. So not fitness related at all. But I had been having like running a fitness Instagram for like two years, had some girls that I gave fitness advice to nutrition advice, whatever it was, and then got really into that during the pandemic. But like halfway through the summer, I was like, okay, I should probably get an adult job. So I started working an adult job doing like patient care stuff for a dental group. And it was obviously not my vibe and um I think it was like September I saw one of my friends was working with Zach shout out Cam and I was like okay well that's interesting and then Zach actually reached out to me and I was like yeah for sure I will absolutely get started I was probably like one of your like easiest sells you've had um and I left my job I would say like a month after starting the program really didn't have many clients then but I knew that leaving it the whole burn the boat just don't look back and pour my soul into my passion which is what I wanted to do anyways was going to be worth it and now it's been like five months and it definitely worth it dude five months yeah. in and seeing the growth that you've seen so far is is absolutely crazy um Question for you. When you started your yeah. fitness Instagram page, what was your motivation behind that? Like, why did you start your fitness page? And did you ever plan on getting into fitness coaching? Like you're graduating with a degree. What was the degree yeah. in? Like, what, what, what was the page like? Yeah, I basically just started it as like a passion page, like sharing workouts, kind of like seeing my own progress um, and recording workouts, just like see what my own growth was. I always had an interest in training, but didn't really think that I was going to finish college and go right into it. It was just kind of like a fun thing that I liked to do. Um, and then once we were nice and quarantined, I was like, yeah, I feel like training could be something I could do, but I had no idea how to get started. My degree was in communication. So like having my own business was not something that I 
knew even where to start with. So being able to like have the roadmap was like what I was looking for. And then when like the opportunity arose, I needed to take it. So question for you, you got a job at, at like a dental place, right? What, what yeah. exactly was it? Yeah, I worked at a dental office doing all of the like front desk operations of everything. Yeah, so, I, remember, I remember when you and I took our onboarding call, you were actually in your uniform and you're yeah. like, yeah, I'm just like on my lunch right now, like in my car taking this call. And uh, at what point did you realize that like, hey, maybe working in an office and working for someone else just isn't, isn't your forte? Um, kind of like right when I started working, but I was like, okay, I'm getting paid well. I knew that I was going to be living here for at least a year. So I was like, maybe just like hold out for a year. It was a good environment, so I didn't really mind it, but I was never like excited to go. Um, and yeah, after like, I think our second call, I was like, yeah, I don't need to work for someone. I can, I can figure this out. Yeah. Okay. So this is, this is something that I love to highlight because it's very, very rare that people have this thought. I remember when you said that you decided to quit your job, you didn't really have that much security. It wasn't like your business was booming back then, (laughs) but you told me, you're like, I am going to do this and I'll figure it out. So what was your thought process behind that? So I, um, I was basically just like, I know if I can put all of my time into this, it's going to work because like I have the knowledge, the desire, and like, if it's going to, like, it's going to work out, it always does. So when I was leaving the job, I was working like 50 or 60 hours a week. So like, if I was trying to get back to clients, I was like, sorry, it's 7 PM. I like couldn't give them the best. So once I could start giving people the best, I was like, I'll get referrals, I'll get whatever. And then things will just start working because I'm all in. And mm-hmm. when you're all in, things just work better. So you really took the approach that you believe, like you had more belief that this would work than you actually had proof. Yeah. yeah. Do you <laughs> that way with a lot of things too? Like, are there other areas in life where, where that comes out? Yes. Yeah. I for sure am like a, if I like want it to work out, I will find a way to make it work out. Like moving to San Diego. Yeah. It'll work out. Yeah. Yeah. It, and that's, that's the same way that I operate with things too, is like, you just have a goal, act prematurely and then figure it out. Right. Yeah. Uh, what were some of the challenges along the way? Like some of the challenges that maybe you didn't expect that you had to grow through that you've gone, you've grown through now, but like, you know, what are some of the roadblocks that you hit after quitting your job, starting your business? Yeah. I think that some of the big ones were like, figuring out how to manage my own time and then also like separating from work. So like creating hours, creating a workspace because I work at my house that like, I was like, okay, you can't just sit on your bed all day. That like, I won't be successful doing that. Um, So figuring out that time. So I guess like a work-life balance was kind of hard. And then um, once I figured that out, some of it was just like understanding that there's such thing as slow weeks and that's okay. and that like stepping into the leader role kind of with like client compliancy, you just kind of start to like figure out your voice, find your confidence as you start to step into the role as a coach and your own business owner and whatever it is. So I think that my roadblocks, like I would see one and be like, okay, this is another place to grow through. And most of them came from gaining confidence in what I was doing and then also remembering that like, this is my job now, not just like 
something I'm doing during the day. Mm-hmm. That's yeah. interesting. I think, I think the time thing is definitely something interesting to dive into. Um, as far as like setting your own work hours, what was that like when you first started? And then what, how did you solve that problem? Like what, what were the, you know, yeah. barriers that you put into place to solve that problem? Yeah. So initially I would just reply to clients at like any time of the day, like if it was like, even like 10 PM, I would be like, Oh, well, someone texted me. I should probably reply. And like, no, we don't need to be doing that. So I set just like stricter boundaries with myself and like not working in my room was a big one. Um, having actual work hours for like clients to be able to contact me was another big one. And then, um, yeah, those were like the main two were like setting boundaries, like when I would find people and then also separating work from like where I would go to bed. I know that you always say like, if you like wake up in the night thinking about a client, like that's, that's a problem. And I, definitely took that to heart I was like correct like that's not where that is a hundred percent no yeah yeah I love that I know that you you and I we talk about this in in PTBR the time of separating your work and your personal life um but how has starting your own business affected your personal life like are you happier do you have more freedom like how does owning your own business and doing something that you love carry over into the er other areas of your life as well it's connected me with a lot more like-minded people and like we've talked about this a ton I like don't have a ton of like-minded people around me right now which is also like part of the reason why I want to move so it's affected my social life and like connecting me with people that I'm excited to soon like physically be around um but for like in-person personal life it's helped me a lot with just like sticking to my goals and like remembering my why and doing things way more for me um and then it's super nice being able to do things like oh it's sunny today I can go to the beach at noon and like sure I'll take my like phone out there and if I have to make a call I'll make a call on the beach but yeah that's been the best part dude yeah I remember you (laughs) about to visit in San Diego you you were signing clients while you're on vacation which is always a cool feeling um yeah how important do you feel it is for you to have a community of like-minded people around you like how important is that that for me is like probably the most important thing because if you're like having one of those like rougher days you can reach out to someone that like actually understands like where you're coming from or like why that could even be like rough on you and then also you can like mastermind have like we always do like cool like FaceTime videos where we just talk about like the growth that we want ideas we have and then you're able to like make ideas actually become like tangible things or like new parts of your business so the like growth from being around like-minded people is just crazy. Amazing. Now I know you just hired an assistant coach, which is something yeah. that is crazy. So what were the stages of your business growth? Cause you've only been in PTBI for about five months and you started from zero. So what was like yeah. stage zero to stage one, stage one to stage two, and how did you, you know, get to the point to where now you're making over $10,000 a month in profit uh, you have 60 girls on your team. You have an assistant coach working for you. What did that, what did that growth look like? Yeah. So I initially started by coaching three girls completely for free and just asking for them to like post about me, to let me use like transformations, testimonials, all of that. And from them, I grew a ton and they were all college girls, which was really cool. And they had like fitness Instagrams and were actually part of like a national club in college called charge so I got connected to like all of these college chapters through them 
And I think that like basically just being super, like having people post about me and me reshare literally everything initially helped a ton with growth um, because I got to get into a lot more networks that I didn't even knew like existed. And then I did like a few of the challenge things, stuff like that to give some people insight on what like one-on-one coaching is. Um, And those were really helpful. But I think that it was like right after the new year when things like really started to take off more, um, like in February. And then I did a challenge that I got like over 20 girls in and that really took off. And um, yeah, now like a month or so ago, I had a roster of like 50 girls just to myself. And in one of the calls, I was like, so what do I do guys like do? And you in general, like hire a coach. And I found someone like in a week. Yeah. It was just like the stars aligned. It was great. So the growth was like really fast, but I think that like doing things like being super authentic and also just like showing up on social media a ton and just talking to like literally everyone helped a lot. Yeah. Here's here's something that I want to point out that I don't think a lot of people are willing to do that you did for a very long time. Well, five months is kind of a flash. <laughs> but for the first three months of your business, you were willing to work for free. You got your yeah. first three clients for free. You did a free challenge. You started working with a lot of these people just to get your name out there, just to get results. You know, how did that work out for you? And what do you what would you say to someone who's like struggling to get started and they're unwilling to do that? Like, why is that so important? It just helps so much with like, um, like credibility, especially like that was a huge one. Having like me not just be like, oh, Jessica with a fitness account, like having people that I worked with that like were excited to work with me and then also would share about me like shows that like, you know what you're doing, especially as like they start to post transformation. And then it really helped me gain my own confidence that like I can do this and then gave me the confidence to reach out to other people. Um, But working and like giving people help or coaching for free just gave me like content, credibility, and then put me in a lot of networks that I didn't think I would be able to reach into. Yeah, I think I think that's I don't think a lot of people like are willing to do that enough to just work for your first few clients for free. That way you can just tap Mm -hmm. into networks. And like you mentioned, building a ton of credibility and authority is going to pay off dividends in the future. When you have people who see that you're working with other people and see that you're not just doing it for yourself, or you're not just saying that you're a fitness coach, but you actually are getting results. Um, Yeah. But what's it feel now having a huge team to manage with, you know, I think you have, you know, a couple of employees too. So what does that feel like to go from, you know, working at a desk to now, you know, your dream business in full force, like actually being a full on business? It's um, wild to say the least. Um, I feel like every day I'm like, wait, like I'm in charge here. This is crazy. This is really cool. Um, And it's cool because right when we started, I like created a vision for myself and like these goals for the year. And some of the goals I was like, hopefully by like January of next year, I'll have an employee year. Like I hope in 20, I think that like one of my goals for this year was to help like 75 girls. And I'm like, okay, well we're almost there and it's May. Like Mm -hmm. there's still over half a year left. So being able to like see that I'm like doing things that I had wanted to do in a way longer time frame already is really cool. And then just like being in charge is fun. I'm learning new things definitely every day, especially about like leading people and 
delegating tasks and all of that. But as like I grow more and I'm able to see like what tasks I actually can delegate and like the things I can do, everything just kind of like falls into place with like enjoying every day and just feeling accomplished. Yeah, that's it. That's an interesting thing to dive into the fact that you're already achieving the goals that you have set. What is that? Ha- like, what kind of effect does that have on your new goals? Like, are you setting bigger and bigger goals? Are you oh, yeah. this power that you didn't realize that you had inside of you? Like, going yeah. after things that you never, <laughs> never thought that would be possible. What 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 is that like? Yeah, I definitely. I'm a big. I say manifesting, manifesting goals. Same thing. You write down what you want. Um, and definitely shooting for bigger things. Um, especially just because like as you write it and you see it every day, it's on the front of your mind. So you go for it more. So I'm making bigger goals, shorter timelines. Cause I can see that like, I can get this stuff done. I can figure it out. And like, yeah, definitely shooting for bigger things, especially like with the move coming up and all of that, I'm able to see lots of like really positive changes coming. Beautiful. Beautiful. Yeah. yeah. And that, that leads me to the final question. What's coming up? What's on the horizon for you in the next year? Um, do you have the rest of the year planned out with what you want to do? What does that look like for you? Um, honestly, not really. I, now that I'm like working with my assistant coach, we've been talking about like different, like tiers of coaching, things like that, different things that we can offer. Um, but after moving to San Diego, I'm sure that Cam and I living together will find some crazy things to think of. Probably a podcast on the way. Um, Dude, you get to rush that. Hell yes. Oh no. Together would We're be thinking crazy. of a name. Yeah. Yeah, no, that's, that's the plan. It'll be there in like a month. So. Beautiful. Yeah. I yeah, really exactly. Love that. <laughs> yes. So we're things like that. I'm um, super creative. So I'm like trying to think of more creative projects and ways to do things like that. Um, but yeah, my goals for the year was like originally like 75 girls and now it's like 150 and I'm like, okay, maybe like 300. We'll see. Yeah. Whatever. <laughs> Love that. Yeah. Well, any yeah. advice for anybody who's, you know, thinking about getting started as a fitness coach, maybe they're not thinking about PTBI necessarily, but they just think they, that they want to follow their passion and kind of go after a bigger dream. What kind of advice would you give them? I always say just absolutely take the leap and like start now in whatever way shape or form that is um and I think that the most helpful thing for me for starting my business was helping people for free um and being able to get that credibility and that confidence um because if I was like struggling for a few months to get paid clients but I didn't look like I knew anything that would have like really taken like a dagger to the confidence but putting yourself out there asking people questions, asking advice, and then just like getting started, even if it is for free, it'll all be worth it. Especially if you put in the work, you never know where you'll be in like five months. I love it. I love it. Yeah. Yeah. Your life has completely changed in the last five months. Do you have uh, any social media that people can follow you at that you can leave? Yes, I am hustle with Jess. Absolutely everywhere. Instagram, TikTok. Yeah. I love it. Awesome. Jess, thank you so much for hopping on the call. You guys watching, take the leap and go after and we'll catch you guys in the next episode. Peace. Yes. Thank you.